Hi, this is Mark from The Highlighter. And Anne with Annotations. And welcome to The Highlighter Podcast. Where we discuss the best articles and podcasts on race, education, and culture. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Highlighter Podcast. I'm Mark, and I'm very excited to let everybody know that I have Anne back, Anne of Annotations. Welcome. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. It's cool because we're going to be embarking on something new where we're actually both going to be on the show. Are you excited? I'm so excited. We are co-hosts. We are co-hosts for this week. We're going to be doing something a little bit different for this month. Um, We're going to be focusing in on one topic, doing a deep dive, but we're not going to talk about that yet. Is that all right? Yes. Yeah. Let's actually talk a little bit about what we're all reading. Anne, what are you reading right now? Ooh, well, just got back from a vacation where I got to read two and a half books in four days. It was amazing. This is what happens when I travel without children. And the first one was a North Korean memoir called... A River in Darkness, and if you know me, you know. It's weird to say I love North Korean memoirs because I don't. I find them fascinating. You liked North Korea before everybody else liked North Korea. (laughs) I liked it before it was cool, Mark. Yeah. Yep, and if anybody out there wants to give me more recommendations, please let me know what I should be reading. This one was somebody whose dad was Korean, mom was Japanese, was living in Japan, and dad... And he was 13, and his dad said, I think the whole family should move to North Korea. It's the Korean dream. And they get off the boat, and they're never allowed to leave. And 36 years later, he escapes. And spoiler alert, it's the Japanese government who will pay to fly him back to Japan. These are never good stories. And they're never good stories. At the end, he never gets his family out. He can't get a job because he doesn't have paperwork because Japan's like, sorry, you're not allowed to say that you exist. Mm -hmm. And... You're left feeling horrible for the guy. And that's how I feel at the end of every North Korean memoir, and yet I read all of them. You keep on reading them. I do. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Do you want to hear another, or is that one exciting enough? That's pretty exciting. I mean, and the thing is with the highlighter, you know, like, we don't actually focus too much on books, but, like, maybe we should also add some books, too, because The Color of Law, you know, which I had a couple months ago, like, several listeners, actually readers of the highlighter said, oh, thank you so much for for recommending that. So if you're out there and you have read a really good book that you think that other people should read, definitely let us know. Um, Should we let them know the phone number right now? Sure. We want folks to call in um, to the show. We've had several people call in, and the phone number is 415-886-7475, especially this month because we're doing a deep dive. Yes. This is different. Yes. It's going to be exciting. So what we're doing is we're taking the whole month to cover... One topic, and this month's topic is, do I get to say it, you? I, you get to say okay. it. Okay. We are talking about college, specifically who goes to college, how do they, how do, they do once they get there. And so we're going to be talking to former students and experts, and we especially want to hear from, from listeners. So the whole month, one topic. 
I think it's it's going to be pretty exciting too because even if you're not an educator, you probably either have kids or you just have an opinion on it um, right now. Just because there's this idea that college is really a wonderful thing that everybody should go to, and yet there seems to be more of not just a debate right now, but also I feel like not the entire story is being told. But, um, Anne, yeah, can you start us off a little bit about some of the the things that you've been thinking about with college? Yes. I teach at a high school that is college prep. We are very proud that everyone who graduates from our school graduates ready to go to college. Or so we think. We, We say congratulations, we say goodbye, and often that's the last we see of a student that we cared so much about and we cheer for, and we always wonder what happens to them. And once you've get back in touch with them or you follow them on Facebook, you see that a lot don't graduate from college and they are not abnormal. In fact, only 30% of people that go to California community colleges actually graduate or transfer. So that means 70% of people who are going to our state's community colleges never get enough credits to leave with a diploma or even transfer to a four-year school. And that, to me, was shocking and really heartbreaking because we send them there. We say college is the dream and they're not graduating. Do you, have you heard that from students too? Totally. And I think that, you know, if you work in middle school or high school, especially with students who are first in their families, we totally know what college can do to change families and, and to sort of change your arc. And yet, um, what I'm finding out is more and more we're we're finding out that the statistics of graduation are just really, really hard to move. And so uh, students are graduating from, you know, these college prep high schools. Um, and then we just don't have very good data about what happens. You know, uh, what what do they face? What challenges are they facing? Are they facing academic challenges? Is it more social? Um, that's what we really wanted to to get into because... I totally believe in college. Obviously, it's great to be a college graduate, but what would have happened had I not graduated? Ooh, I have statistics on that, so I can share for you the benefits of college because I thought before we get into how students are doing at college, I just wanted to say I think college is worth it. I think it's really good that I work at a college prep school, and maybe um, you'll have some pushback. We'll see, but let me tell you some of the benefits of college. First off, you earn a lot more money. A two-year degree, it's something like 20% more. A four-year degree is something like 84% more over your life than someone that just has a high school diploma, and that's huge. So that means lower unemployment. That means lower poverty, more job satisfaction, happier and healthier. All of those are true of college graduates. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. And yet I remember in my last years of teaching and being an advisor, several students came up to me and said, is this all going to be worth it? And I had been trained to say, well, of course, yes, because you go to college, you graduate. There was the assumption of graduating from college, right. and then you just you just pay back all your loans. And that may have been perhaps a white suburban model. Um, Can the, I pause you and talk about loans really quickly? Totally. Because these were the statistics in doing our research for the show that shocked me. The students that are going to college this year, so the 2017 students, their first year, when they were surveyed, more than half of them, are not confident they can afford the college that they're attending, like at that moment, which is crazy to me. In fact, when surveyed, they said that they thought it would take eight years to pay back the loans, and on average, it actually takes 21 years to pay back your college loans. 
And that's if that's you, crazy. And but, that's not you don't have to graduate. You're going to owe the money right. whether you graduate or not. And therefore, all the things that you said before, like how you make more money if you graduate, you have to graduate. And so, like especially if you're first in your family, you just have to be, I think, not just a powerhouse academically and socially, but you have to have this internal feeling that, of course, I'm going to graduate. And we put this on young, you know, young people and young adults. This idea also of like, you have to have grit, you know, you have to somehow like make it all. And it's pretty stressful. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Yep. I mean, there's this statistic here from this article that we're going to be talking about that apparently if you're in the lowest quartile, let's talk about a little bit about socioeconomic status. If you're in the lowest quartile and you even get a pretty good SAT score, let's say like between 1,200 and even 1,600, like that's a pretty good score. (laughs) your chances only go up to 44%. So still you're in the minority of being able to graduate from a four, four-year college. And my, my question then is what then happens mm-hmm. if you don't graduate, you have huge amounts of debt, mm-hmm. and you have to pay it off, and can we do anything earlier to actually make this not happen? Oh, I wish I had the answer. Like when we have, we both worked, you know, and you work in, in high school right now. Graduation is so wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's, there's it's the beautiful. Co- commencement that everybody's looking great. Have you ever gotten gifts from parents? I, yes. You know, it's great <laughs> to get the gifts, but like there's so much hope and yet that's only the beginning. Mm-hmm. And there's no way, like why don't secondary schools, especially charters who may have a little bit more access, why isn't there more of... A journey afterward like why why don't we know we just sort of say hey we did our job good luck yes in hopes that there's somebody like us in college but there's not because they are adults one of the interesting things I saw when uh, reading an article that was recommending how to beat the statistic was to remember that high school 80% of your work is in school 20% is out of school and that in college it's switched how do you prepare a student for that sort of switch when their lifestyle is the opposite, when they have to be in front of you and they do most of your work in front of you? Yeah. Like, and, that's so hard. And let's say that a huge amount of effort in high school is to create a, you know, a sense of belonging, especially across race and, and class and just j- different aspects of identity. And then let's say that you just go to a college where you totally feel isolated, and so let's say that you're even academically prepared, and yet, like, all of a sudden, there's all these social challenges. It's I wonder tough. about that, because students often dream about leaving the Bay Area for school. And that means they go to a place where they don't know anybody. And that's a whole new hard thing. Yeah. So there's, much. Okay. There's a lot of stuff to talk about, including one thing that we haven't even talked about is in this deep dive for this next month mm-hmm. or so. Mm-hmm. Um, We also want not just everybody's viewpoints and everybody to call in with your thoughts and questions, but we also want to focus in on one article Mm -hmm. and on one podcast that'll sort of be like, like, what are we calling it? It's sort of like the... Flagship? I don't know. It's like the flagship article and podcast. Let's start with you first. Okay. Which is the podcast episode we want everybody to listen to over the next month? This is a big ask because I don't even think you can find it in your podcast app. You have to go to the website or download This American Life app to find it because it's an older one. But it's called Three Miles. And it is an amazing podcast telling the story 
of a private school and a public school in the Bronx that have a, what do they call it? Um, they take a field trip to the school. They're like pen pals. And one of the students has a reaction of shock and heartbreak over finally seeing what she thought high school was going to be like and it wasn't seeing a private school and how amazing it was. A library that wasn't a room but instead was a building. <laughs> what? That's amazing. And her story is so compelling. But it's not unique. Yeah. And what's great about our choices, I think, is that these are basically classics. Mm -hmm. Like these are like really important. If you have, if you, even if you've listened to this, you should probably listen to it again. It's like one of those things. And the article this month is also very similar. You may have read it before, but if you haven't, this one will definitely give you a great uh, amount of background knowledge on this issue of college. And it originally appeared in the New York Times Magazine back in 2014. Um, May 15, 2014. The title is Who Gets to Graduate? And the author is Paul Tuff, who is um, a researcher on education, and you may have actually read some of his books. But what I definitely want everybody to be able to read this just because it gives a, a good grounding of maybe graduation may not truly be for all, that the system perhaps is, is against certain folks who many of us work with and work for and advocate for and champion. That's so hard to hear. It actually reminds me of AP. Have you ever heard about the AP scale? No. So each year... They change what it takes to get a 54321 because they want it to be on a bell curve. So no matter if everyone does well that year, then it's just harder to get a good score. That doesn't seem fair. Yep. They yeah. have it set up so that there's always a chunk of people that fail. Yeah. So, Anne, what do we want to do? What do we want listeners of the podcast to do here over the next week or so? Because your podcast episode of the month is like an hour. Mm-hmm. And then this article... I would say it's probably two to three hourglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so it's maybe like two, to like it's like totally like maybe two hours of their time. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, what are, we, what are we asking here? What are we trying to build? A couple different things. I mean, the main thing is a conversation. But the conversation we would love to be around the article and the podcast. So if you read and listen... Tell us what you think. And we've tried a couple different formats, but this time we're really going to push the phone number so that we can hear your voice and get your voice heard on the podcast. So again, it's 415-886-7475. You call that number and you share any sort of reaction. You share your story. Were you prepared for college? Did you go to college? Was it worth it? Was it hard to graduate? If you're a teacher, how does it feel to prepare students for college and then see on Facebook that they never graduated and instead start a family or work at a nonprofit down the street or something beyond the path that you guys talked about ad nauseum for four years. What's that like as the teacher? And then especially if you know millennials, if you know younger people who have experienced the promise of college, it's going to be the best years of your life and felt like it was a lie. We want to hear those stories too. So anybody who wants to have their story heard, call, leave a message on, and we're hoping at the end of the month to have a whole podcast dedicated to people's responses so that we can hear what highlighter subscribers have to say and we can have a conversation as if we were in a room together. 
All right, then, Anne, let's do this, right? Yes. Okay, so everybody, please embark on this with us together, and happy reading. And happy listening. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.